Hello. Thank you so much for tuning into the Active Ingredient Podcast. I'm your host, Sophie Wheel, and I am a deeply curious person who truly loves all things personal growth. The goal of this podcast is to discuss topics via guest interviews and solo episodes that will help us to uncover our own light, or what I like to call our active ingredient, that will ultimately lead us to living our truest, most authentic expression on this earth. And remember, we all have the ingredient within us. All we need to do is activate it. Hello, welcome back to another episode of Active Ingredient. I cannot believe that I am doing this solo episode on the halfway checkpoint of the half marathon training. It is crazy that we are on the other side of the hill. Um, And I wanted to just do a little check-in and kind of go through the things that I have learned about myself and about running, about my body, and about this, this process, which has been now, I think, how long has it been? It's been one, two, three, four, five, six weeks of um, of training. I was just looking at my training plan and definitely learned a ton. I think that the reasons or the whys, um, which you guys know I call my big guns, are still definitely like the the caring forces and I've had to bring them out on certain runs, but I've just learned so much more about myself throughout this thing than I could have imagined. So um, I can't wait to do this episode again once I have completed it, uh, which actually seems possible to me now, which is really crazy. But yeah, so I just wanted to do a little uh, solo episode on just what I've learned. And you guys know that I'm obsessed with um, Coach B, Coach Bennett, the Nike global running head coach um, who does those free guided runs on the Nike uh, Run Club app. And he always says this thing on, on the guided runs that I love and that it's all of his advice is this is about running and it's not about running. And I understood it from the first time he said it, but I understand it at another level now. And so the advice that I am, or the the kind of learnings that I'm talking about here in this episode are about running, but they are also not about running. Apply it to anything else that could be potentially challenging or something that you're trying to grow into or get better at, because this is a sport, and I, I guess I'm the only other sport that I'm really into is tennis, which I can definitely say that has a lot of life learnings within it that are not about the actual sport. But this is a sport that I really de- definitely see the parallels between um, how it affects you on a literal level on the run, but also how it affects you in life. So without further ado, I am going to go through a few of the things that I've just learned from this process. So um, again, for any of you guys listening for the first time and don't really know what I'm up to, I am training for a half marathon. This is my halfway point. I am going to be doing the half marathon on December 5th in New York City. And so that is kind of where I'm coming from. I also, I'm not, I used to not be a long distance runner. The furthest I had run before was two miles. And well, I had done one 10K, but I walk, ran it, and it was like the most miserable experience of my life. I did not prepare for that. Um, and now we're at the halfway point and I'm doing 10Ks like uh, like it's nobody's business. Like a 10K is like a, a, a normal run for me now. Um, so that is where we're at right now. And also for those of you who don't know, a half marathon is 13.1 miles. Yeah. So let's get into 
the things that I have learned so far at this halfway mark. And like Coach B says, this is about running, but it's also not about running. So the first point, which is the most important thing, which I feel like we see this all over the place on like Instagram memes or like inspirational quotes or whatever, but I feel this like truly now more than I've ever felt it in my life is that you are literally stronger than you think. Like I would have never thought that I'd be running 10Ks in a normal, like as that being a normal thing. And the fact that I am able to and have more in the tank is a literal representation of how I am actually stronger than I think I am. But on a mental level and just like as a being, this whole experience has really taught me that we are actually capable than so much more than we give ourselves credit for. And it's really just about making the decision. That's really it. It's just if you're deciding that you're going to do it, that's that's the only difference between you doing it and not doing it is it's the decision. So the first learning that I've ha- that I've had is that I am so much stronger than I actually thought because I thought that a 10k was out of the realm of normalcy for me. And now a 10k is a very sim- not very simple, but a pretty simple thing for me, which I can't believe I'm saying and I really actually mean that. And it definitely also translates into other areas of my life where I'm like, I actually can't really picture myself doing that. And now I'm like, wait, I can actually easily do that, you know? So it's just really the trick here is just making the decision. And also like back to the original episode of why I was doing it is like the why behind the decision is really helpful. But the strength happens as a byproduct of making the decision. So it's really just about deciding. And then once you decide, you'll surprise yourself on how strong you actually are. Um, The second learning I've had so far is that the way that you prepare for a run and the way that you recover for a run is just as, if not more important than the actual run itself. I had one run throughout this training that actually murdered me. I posted it on my stories on Instagram because I literally thought I was going to faint at the end of it. I did not prepare for it. I didn't stretch at all. It was at the end of the day. I like to run in the beginning, like in the morning, beginning of the day. I drank alcohol the night before. I had kind of like a wax sleep. Like it was just like all the wrong things. And it 1000% showed up in that run. You cannot escape that in a run. It'll definitely mirror back to you what's going on. And so your preparation and the way that you recover is just as, if not more important than the actual run. And I will say that before I started training for this, I always thought that that was such hoopla. People are like, oh my God, like, yes, stretching. Of course, obviously you have to stretch, like whatever. No, 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 Like it is essential and it is necessary. And like I said in the beginning, also when I had announced that I was going to be doing this half marathon, my best friend who is a physical therapist and my chiropractor are like, don't overtrain. You're going to like, a big thing is injury when people are doing half marathons, like be careful, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I see it now. I can totally see how... If you don't do those right, if you don't do those things and you don't take care of yourself pre and post running, it could totally mess you up. So preparing before, recovering. And the way that I like to prepare for a run is that I well, I mean, every single day I've been doing like um I have a Theragun. So I like Theragun the shit out of my calves um and my quads. And um I'll like do like a little bit of massage on my on my legs. If I feel my knees being in pain, I put ice on my knees. Um, I've done that a few times. 
throughout this training. I stretch for like a good like 15 to 20 minutes before I go on a long run. Um, if it's like a shorter, you know, maintenance run, I'll, I'll definitely still stretch, but not like as insane as, as I do before a long one, but I definitely still, I still go for a stretch because it definitely makes a difference. Um, and then a specific takeaway that I've learned is stretching your actual hips because, and I don't know if this is just my body or like everyone's, but like, I've noticed a direct correlation between the, the like openness and fluidity of my hips is like directly correlated to how good my run is and how my legs won't fall asleep as much in the middle of my run. I've said this before. I have this issue where like my legs fall asleep while I'm running and throughout this like recovery and taking care of my body work, I've been getting massages. I've been like doing all these Theragun things, uh, talking to people about it. And everyone's like, you really need to focus on your hip flexibility and your hip mobility because you want your whole body to be able to flow very like seamlessly and for the blood flow to go throughout your whole legs. And so stretching specifically hip stretches um, have been really, really game-changing for me. I've also been doing this every day, which like from the beginning to now is is crazy, like the difference in flexibility, but I've been doing a backbend, like, you know, like a wheel, like how we used to do when we were little to stretch like the front side body of like, of my, yeah, like the front, like chest part of my body every day. And in the beginning days, I can literally only hold it for like one second. And now I'm holding it for like six to seven breaths, which is like, you know, it's still a short period of time, but like I'm, I'm able to hold it for longer. And just like that expansion in my chest has really been amazing. And then other just like things to keep in mind in terms of prep and recovery is like nourishing your body, obviously, trying to eat as much whole food, plant-based as I can. I still drink alcohol, uh, you know, every once in a while, but I have been really on top of not drinking the day before a run because like I said, that does not, you cannot hide from that. That does not like hide from this run. Like it will show up and it will make itself known. (laughs) So I just don't drink the day before I do a long run or any run. Um, And then sleeping is something that like, I mean, for everything in life, for like just clarity, which is the number one thing that I care about, for um, just like everything, but the way that your body functions, especially when you're exerting energy like that, sleep is really key. Um, And I have to sleep eight hours. Like I've said this a million times on the podcast, but like I'm an eight hour sleeper and that hasn't changed with this training. And then one other thing that like, (laughs) if you run with someone else, especially like you definitely want to do this on a long run is plan the route that you're going to go on before you go on the run. McGuire and I almost killed each other on not this weekend, but the weekend before, because we didn't have a plan. And I was like, let's go this way. And he was like, let's go that way. And I was like, I actually could kill you right now. Like I need to know where I'm going. And so, yeah, that would be a little piece of advice that I would give you guys on, um, having your route planned beforehand. Um, so that's the second point. So the first one is you are stronger than you think. The second one is your prep recovery, your nourishment, your sleep, all of that. The third one is having something fun to look forward to after those long runs that you've exerted yourself more than you thought that you were capable of. I still like to have a little fun thing after every run, even if it's a short one, but especially after the long ones, it just, it makes the experience so much better. McGuire and I do them on Sundays and then at the end, we go to like a cool new spot or an old spot that we've loved for forever. We explored different areas of New York, which has also been really, really amazing. Um, so having fun throughout the run, which also goes back to planning your run beforehand, but exploring new areas and then having something fun to do after 
I don't know. For me, like, it's just like a nice reward at the end. Um, And I've really been just having fun doing that. The fourth point that I have is listen to your body. Um, I talked about this when I came back from Spain that my calves and knees were killing me and I missed one of my runs during that trip. And I am so glad that I did. I'm so glad I listened to my body because my knees feel strong now. And um, if I would have pushed through and done this on uh, hilly terrain, I think I probably would have gotten injured. So really listen to your body. Like if you need extra, um, extra hydration, take it. I still haven't gotten to the point where you have to start like taking these gels, which like I'm actually not, not so secretly. I'm like really excited to try that. Like it feels so legit to me that you're like in the middle of a run taking these like gels or like electrolytes. (laughs) If you guys have any recommendations on which ones to use, please let me know. But, um, I'm super excited for it, but listen to your body. Like if you feel like you need nourishment, if you feel like you need hydration, take it. If you feel like you need to like, uh, do jumping jacks or like change your movements, in the middle of the run, which I do if my legs are asleep, I'll stop and like just start doing jumping jacks to change the, the way that my body's moving so that I can get more blood flow to my legs. Do it. Like just listen to your actual cues. Your body knows best. So there's a, there, it's, it's definitely like a balance of like pushing yourself and listening because yes, my legs still fall asleep. So I don't know, maybe that means that I shouldn't be, but I have also been paying attention that when I have done all the right things, when I've stretched, when I slept well, when I did not drink the night before, when I have done all of the right things for a run, my legs will fall asleep still, but for a really short period of time. And then it passes and then they're both totally fine. And then I have way more capacity to run longer. Um, So just listen to your body, listen to your cues. Do not ignore your body. If for whatever reason you feel like you shouldn't run and you should know like in, in your gut, if it's because you're being lazy or if it's because you genuinely are like, I need to take a beat because I need to just take care of my body and listen to my body, do it. And then the fifth point is that you actually have capacity. And I think that this goes back to the first point on that you're stronger that you are than you think you are. Um, but that you have capacity to do whatever it is that you actually want to do. And again, this goes back to this being about running and not about running, but you actually do have the capacity to do it. It is absolutely not something that you like just kind of like flip a switch and you can just start doing this overnight. It takes it takes building it up. It's kind of like breaking into this like new level of distance, having your body kind of like resettle at that level, resting, doing it again. And then that that becomes like the norm, doing it again and kind of like building it that way. So it's not really an overnight thing. This whole process has has really shown me to respect the process, respect the training plan, respect your rest, respect what your body is asking you for. And with all that said, you still have so much capacity and untapped potential. And that to me is like literally the most exciting thing about life and about running um, is that there's just so much more to discover. So I have been having an absolute blast doing this. I have fallen in love with New York all over again. I'm really just shocked at my body and like the ability that it has to do it. Um, and I actually can see, I can see myself doing a half marathon, which is pretty crazy. Um, so this is a little, you know, just check in half marathon halfway through my training. I'm curious if any of you guys are also um, planning for a half marathon, or if you're just runners and you guys want to just talk about any tips or just talk about running in general. Um, a few of you guys have DM me about it and I love talking about it. So, um, 
Also, I know <laughs> I'm like literally obsessed with like getting into this phase of now having the gels on my run. So if any, if anyone has any recommendations for that, let me know. Yeah. Just remember this week and beyond that whenever you're doubting yourself, you actually have to just make the decision to do whatever it is that you want to do. If you want to do a half marathon, it's really just being 100% in alignment with saying, this is, a, this is a decision that I am making right now. Understand the why behind that decision. And that is the only thing. Then as soon as you make that decision, you will shock yourself at how strong you are. You are stronger than you think. You are capable and you have capacity. So with all that, I hope you guys have a beautiful rest of your week. And I will see you next week with an amazing interview episode. All right, bye. Thank you so much for making it all the way to the end of the episode. You have no idea how much it means to me. And I really do hope that you left this conversation feeling lighter, more in tune, and with some tools to apply to your own life. Please feel free to reach out to me via DM on Instagram. I would absolutely love that, which I have linked in the show notes on any feedback or guests that you want to have on. And if you do have a second, I would really appreciate you giving the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and a quick review. It really helps getting the podcast in front of more people like you. See you next week.